Give me your body. Just give me your body. Give me your body. Body language. Body language. Body language. Body language. This is Body Language, the podcast that takes us episode ideas from the contact form submissions of internet spam bots. I am Pascal, and with me today is someone I'm aware of, nice. someone I can recall, someone I can recognise. And someone who often gives misleading information about their effectiveness, Jacob. Hello. Hello, hello. Yes, I am highly effective. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Yeah, it's all right. Sorry, I'm just fiddling with the volume of how uh, loud you are. So I thought it would be getting some reverb, but I think it'll be all right because now I can barely hear you at all. Brilliant. Yep. I'll speak up uh, for you. Thanks, I'll be great for the listeners. Um... Are you alright? Yeah, not bad, not bad. We've been talking for a while, haven't we? And now I feel like I've I've said everything I need to say to you. Yeah, well, not interested anyway. No, so. no. alright. Um, Body Language is a podcast that takes submissions that we received in contact in the contact form on the previous show's website, and in turn, those submissions become topics for our episodes. And what do we have today, Pascal? Uh, this week is... Branding. 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 What is branding? Um. Well, Pascal. Mm. Branding. Where does the word come from? What is the etymology? Oh, do you want me to define it first? Uh, if you can, you That's usually have the. Number OED. one, the action of marking with the branding iron. <laughs> Number two, the promotion of a particular product or company by means of advertising and distinctive design. Yeah. So, um, two things we can speak about. Yeah, I know. And it will probably <laughs> will probably still be done after about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you were quite excited to do branding, weren't you? I was. It's waned. I'd say <laughs> my excitement it has waned. I was never. Um, I couldn't really. When I first heard what we'd be doing, I thought, "Oh God, we're just going to talk about Coca Cola and stuff." Mm, yeah. Um, I I kind of think the same. But then there's like the idea of it more than the thing itself. Yeah. I think it's marketing that I hate, but we'll find out. We'll find out what Pask hates later on. <laughs> so, should we talk about the first kind of branding first? Yeah. Um, so, branding is in hitting a... Like, when you get those hot iron things and stamp a cow with it, mm. you know, and then it's got the brand on it. There's um, pictures in uh, Egyptian tombs dating back to 2700 BCE. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of these pictures? Yeah, well, I think we've done the same in. research this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carry on. So these people, um, the pictures depict them actually branding their cattle, um, presumably to depict ownership um, mm. and to also stop thieves, or at least if you know your cow was stolen, everyone would know who stole your cow. Yeah, it's got a big JP on it. <laughs> Property of Jacob, unless the guy who nicked it was John Paul, then. I yeah. don't know, it's obviously yours. Oh, uh, yeah. So I guess, you know, you have shapes, <laughs> like markers, one. hieroglyphs, or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but this is a kind of um, something that emerged all over the world 
kind of spontaneously and independently, or at least in, you know, Africa, um, Asia, Europe, everyone was marking their stuff. And um, it wasn't just cattle. It was, um, it came into, you know, furniture, pottery, um, and even slaves. Yeah. Historically. Yeah. Um, among, did you say about the Romans? Uh, it was a big thing in, in ancient Rome and ancient Greece, yeah. Because the, the symbols that were used were used um, sometimes as sort of part of a magic spell to protect the animals oh, from really? harm. Yeah, oh, which I think is the nicest bit that I heard from all of this, because it's a bit horrible, all of it, yeah. like burning animals and stuff. But at least if you're trying to protect them with a spell, I mean, <laughs> it's probably more about so you can eat and have milk and stuff, but yeah. um, it's still good. It's still good for the animals. Well, I guess that'd be like killed ward, eventually. Ward off the spirits evil spirits. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so originally it was just to depict ownership. Um, but then it kind of became adopted by other, not just um, farmers, but other traders and people like potters and furniture builders. Um, and wh- when people would buy these uh, cows they that had the branding on, they'd know its origin and know where it came from. And that would also start to become kind of a signifier of quality and origin. Um, yeah. And which is kind of exactly what you'd think when you think about branding, about like the promotion of a particular product. Yeah. The, ba- the branding on a on ketchup, a tomato sauce, <laughs> um, is is a marking of of quality of and it identifies what it is. It's it's all much much of the same, but it's sort of like livestock branding. It's like it's like um, yeah. It's like two categories, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, I think our word for branding, it comes from this. Well, brand in English actually comes from the German root word for burn. Yeah. Which is brand. Yeah. And, and in, then, in, yeah, go on. Uh, Old English in like 1100s, uh, there's a word brond, mm-hmm. which I think means the same thing. Oh, um, yeah. And that, that was in Beowulf is our first known usage of the word brond. The movie? <laughs> The, the original, the book. Oh, never read Beowulf. I think it's pretty hard to read. Yeah, so as in, hard as Ulysses. Yeah, it's in um, a different language, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's some of the Irish that are speaking in Ulysses that's confusing me anyway. Yeah. Um, now, there's many different types of branding, def- uh, different sort of techniques of yeah. livestock branding. Um, Is there? Yes. Branding <laughs> iron, regular hot iron. But then you've got um, freeze branding, which sounds a lot nicer again, because you'd rather be cold than be burnt. But they... um, None of us it's so cold. No, they chemically chemically freeze the still probably iron. Um, And what the... Hmm? We, is this kind of modern day? Um, well, in this sense, yeah. Um, yeah. The reason they do this is because instead of burning the hide, it um, alters the skin follicles, so when the hair mm. grows, it grows white, wow. um, and it stands out more. I thought they like just painted them these days. Well, there's also inner lip or ear tattoos, ear marking, ear tagging, tags, and ra- yeah. radio frequency identification. Which is tagging with a microchip implant. Yeah. So there's all sorts of different ways to harm animals, <laughs> if you didn't know already. I thought these days you kind of just, I don't know, knew where all your cows were. 
Yeah, I read something about it sort of being like you could, um, like the cowboys could let their cattle all roam around together in the same kind of field, and then they knew at the end of the day, yeah. like that's my cow Jean and Joan, and that's my cows Karen and and Michael. That's a yeah. bull. You Very know cow I mean? names. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle. <laughs> um, yeah. I've got a little bit more about the um, the evolution then of um, these kind of brands on cattle becoming the brands we know today. Mm. Um, still thousands of years ago, 3,000 years ago, wow. um, in the Mediterranean, between 1500 BC and 500 BC, mm. a lot of trade um, in foods and oils and stuff. Um, everything was put in these jars called amaphores, or the plural would be amaphorae or something. Mm. Um, and these were just kind of these clay jars. They looked like maybe vases or something. Um but the, the shape of them would kind of become associated with the quality of the product inside. And the writing on them would also obviously say what it is. Um, but then people would get kind of more creative with that. And there's actually, from a bit later on, in kind of 50 common era, mm-hmm. um, in Pompeii, there's um, the preserved mosaics of one such merchant's houses oh, used yeah. to make a fish sauce. Mm. Um, or garum, garum, not sure. Garum, like garum. masala. Yeah, yeah. Garum masala. Is that like a spice? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, um, yeah, his mosaics on his wall showed like his products in these amphorae, um, mm. and we've got the writing on them. So uh, one of them said, "The flower of garum made of mackerel, a product of Scarus from the shop of Scarus." Oh, it could be so something that... different. Could not be garum masala. Well, Garum, I think, is just the fish sauce. Okay. Um, and Scarus is his name. Oh. And he had another one. The flower of Garum, made of the mackerel, a product of Scarus. Nice. And the best liquiman from the shop of Scarus. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so yeah. it's all like transitioning into then products that you would be trading. Yeah. W- one thing that um, kind of stood out to me when I was reading about this is about when... Um, how the kind of the shape of these amphorae or the, the jars basically would also be part of the brand. Mm. Um, and I was thinking, because I just watched a documentary about um, vinegar in um, <laughs> Modena, Italy. Yeah. And how, you know how in Italy they have kind of their, like Parma ham can only come from... Parma. Parma, yeah, and it has mm-hmm. to be certain cuts. Yeah, same with, the, same with the French and Champagne. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, but there's... Um, in Modena, there's um, they make vinegar, and they're very famous. Is there a town called Balsamic? <laughs> but you, but you'll see it if you go to the shop. You'll see balsamic vinegar of Modena. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they sell a tr- the traditional um, balsamic vinegar of Modena has to be sold in these jars, these very specific jars that were made by like some Italian designer. Mm. Um, and they have to be in that jar, and no one else can use that jar. Wow. And I thought that's exactly the same kind of almost as what was happening 3,000 years ago when they were selling their products in these jars, and people were like, ah, that's the good jar, mm. the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially uh, at times in history when people were far more illiterate the um shapes of bottles could really yeah point out to you like you'd so you know what you're getting yeah yeah and because it could it could have said shit juice on it you know (laughs) yeah but you just know (laughs) yeah um but yeah so the the brands weren't just the words either yeah they were the shape of the thing but then also just you know these stamps and stuff um 
and around the same time as kind of all this branding happening in the Mediterranean and even earlier, you also see kind of seals being used and stamps mm. um, and even eventually labeling, um, in, you know, in China, um, in the Indus Valley, as far as much as 3000 BC, wow. seals were being used um, and in the Mesopotamia. And then, yeah, in Greece, some ancient Greece and ancient Rome, kind of maker's marks where they'd put the mark of the person who made it on furniture and pottery. Like a signature. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Do you think that is a good enough transition onto branding as in brands? Yeah. Happy? Happy yeah. to move on. Right. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. All of these are very good examples of brands. Yeah. Yeah. Modern day brands. A brand is a name, a term, a design, a symbol, or any other feature that identifies one seller's goods or service as distinct from those of other sellers. The word brand derives from its original and current meaning as a firebrand. So like we said, a burning piece of wood. Coming from the old High German, Old English, and Middle English. Um, What do you think about that? Yeah. Happy? <laughs> T- torches. I'm just cool. getting your... Um, this is ha- how we talk in adverts. Uh, torches were used to indelibly mark items such as furniture and pottery and to permanently burn identifying marks into the skin of slaves and livestock. Wow. That's kind of like um, how they would how they do like American uh, drug commercials where it's like <laughs> um, all the bad things. Yeah. <laughs> you have to read it really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and it's in this tiny writing at the bottom. The marks themselves uh, took on the term and came to be closely associated with craftsman, craftsman's products. Through that association, the term eventually acquired its current meaning. Yeah, so that yeah. kind of evolution. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jacob. Yes. Do you know who, according to Guinness World Records, has the oldest branding slash packaging? I think I do. Yeah, I thought so. Well, I know the first registered trademark um, in the UK which mm-hmm. would also be the oldest trademark in the United States as well, which sure. is Bass Brewery. Sure, but that's not what Guinness World Records says. Uh, Branding and packaging, what's the oldest? Um, so then I'm going to have to guess, if it's not booze, it'd be cigarettes. Or no. a non-alcoholic drink like Coca-Cola. No, come <laughs> on, what about foods, bro? Foods? Yeah. Um, baby Bells. Right, it's uh, Lyle's Golden Syrup. Ah, yeah first sold in London in 1885 it's recognised by the Guinness World Records as having the world's oldest branding and packaging now, Guinness World Records, is it the same Guinness? I believe it is that you have a drink with, so now we're talking brands within brands, (laughs) because you've got Guinness Guinness who are like these like, I don't know, what are your connotations of Guinness when you think about Guinness? A beer? Yeah, what else? Yeah, what else? Ireland. Right. Anything else? Uh, Dublin. But you don't think world records? No. But you kind of do, in a way? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know, it's, it's a strange thing to have. Like, is it just so people are saying Guinness all the time? What's the whole point of this? <laughs> What's the whole yeah. point of Guinness World Records? Are they also, I don't know, it's like a why, I don't know, people font, sponsor football teams and then they have their brand on the football shirt and the, on the names on the stadium. But that's so much more exposure to, like, a football shirt. Let's say it's, like, um, in the World Cup, right? Um, mm. And there's a sponsor of uh, Brazil mm. and Brazil make the final. 
Yeah. That's like billions of eyes at this very moment. Well, yeah. That makes way more sense to me. But then like some local football club, like for kids, mm. they still have sponsors. But 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 I don't link the two. So that is an issue with brand <laughs> recognition. Well, you should definitely complain to Mr. McGuinness. Yeah, I will. And say, your brand and his, is... And his children. Rubbish. No, I don't mind Guinness, the drinks. Just separate I like that from branding. world records. But, like, what's... Like, this, they don't even use the same logo, do they? I have no idea what the Guinness... Like, when you get a Guinness was. Book of World Records book... I assumed it would just be a pint of Guinness. You borrow in the library. It's not a pint of Guinness, no. I don't think so. Let me look it up. Can I tell no, you, me, yeah, in the meantime, on. about um, Bass Brewery? Yeah. Um, which was the first registered trademark in 1876 and, according to them, had been using the brand, which is a red triangle, um, since before 1855. Wow. But if Guinness says Lyles is older, then fair enough. But I mean, a trademark was... doesn't make a brand. No, but I'm saying you said some date 1880-something. The oldest packaging, I think, that's probably still in use today. Right, I think they do means. use it today. But the whole packaging. Have you seen Golden oh, Syrup? Oh, I see, yeah. They use the like exact the, same. the green tin the with green the gold. Tin. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, any more about yeah, these guys? I've got much more about Bass Brewery. Wow. Um, the the brand appears the first product placement, maybe, in Edouard Manet's 1883 painting, A Bar at Folie Berger. <laughs> Um And it also appears in over 40 paintings by Picasso. Wow. As well as being recognised by uh, Leopold Bloom in Ulysses. Wow. Very good, I'm sure I'll... That's what you wanted to tell me earlier, but you wanted to wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sure I'll come across that once I get through the rest of the 640 odd pages <laughs> that I've got. Do you know whereabouts it is? Uh, it's either near the start or near the end. I think mm. it was maybe episode three? Maybe the middle? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the Guinness World Records logo. And it's a kind of dark blue circle, and it says Guinness World Records, and in the middle is a pillar, and then a star. Nothing to do with any pints. And is it the same Mr. Guinness? Huh? The same Mr. Guinness. I don't know, I'm just looking at pictures. There's no harp or anything. Is that a harp in the the Guinness logo? Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, I've got some questions for you. Ooh, okay. Uh, One of them is... What's your favourite brand? My favourite brand is Guinness. I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. And it's no, always... seriously. What's your favourite brand, though? I don't think is I it really one. Guinness? I think you do. I think everyone subliminally does. I like um kind of uh, um things that are like, by, you know, like the nice supermarkets, like Waitrose and M&S. Mm. And they do their own stuff. Mm. I like that. Like the funds? Uh, no, like the things inside it. And it's usually cheaper than like name brands. But it's like from... It's like Tesco Value. Yeah, Waitrose Essentials. Yeah, Waitrose Essentials, that kind of thing. Okay. I like Waitrose Essentials. But 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 you do like brands. Um, I want you to think more broadly about this. There's like uh, pens, like Stadler, yeah. Uniball. Yeah. Um, I like Uniball, I like Stadler, and I like Zebra. Yeah, Zebra pens are amazing. Because I trust them. And why is it that you trust them? Because time and time again, they work. <laughs> okay, so now we're to qualities of brands. Quality, distinctive design. Yeah, um, and uh, they feel right. Hmm, I like that. You should work for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also um, like 
um, yeah. uh, Michelin, because of the Michelin Man. Mm-hmm. So that's a very famous thing, isn't it, really? And they've kind of got, like, Guinness World Record kind of thing of their own, haven't they, for restaurants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, um, they make and, cars. And, and, and maps. Well, they make tyres. They don't You've make got to drive to get to the restaurant. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's funny, we don't drive, but we know all about Michelin. It's not just from the stars. It's from yeah. the man and the it's brand the man, that it is. Yeah. It resonates you w- with you from when you're a child. Yeah. Which I think is the whole point of the Michelin man, is to get children thinking about Michelin before mm. they have even can drive or know what attire is. Mm, mm. I remember something about sprites like that, but I haven't got it in my notes, but there's definitely no. something. About but sprite like, babies or something. Ooh. Well, it's all kind of like breakfast cereals all have like characters, all the sugary ones yeah. all have characters, like Tony the Tiger and the, the Snap, Crackle and Pop people. Yeah, Rice Krispies. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Um, my favourite brand is probably... It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's probably Heinz. Because Heinz means beans. Wow, that's good. I wasn't even thinking about beans. But yeah, they do beans as well. I just think they're the kings of sauces. Do you think? Yeah. But Heinz means beans, not Heinz means sauce. Heinz ketchup. Yeah. Heinz ketchup, I think, is well, it's the most like synonymous yeah. <laughs> ketchup in the world. And it's, I think, the most synonymous sauce. Maybe other than Big Mac sauce. Heinz sauce. But what about like, Caesar salad dressing? Yeah, but but that Caesar salad dressing is not a brand. Right. But what's Heinz sauce? Well, what's ketchup? Ketchup ketchup is Heinz. Yeah. To me, it's not. But it is, though. But that's the thing. If you want to buy ketchup... If I was going to draw a ketchup bottle, it would be a Heinz bottle. You draw Heinz. And I love the Heinz mayo, too. Um, (laughs) And obviously, Heinz means beans. Yeah. So Heinz means beans, definitely. Yeah. And I think they really got the tea on that when they said that. Yeah. (laughs) That was a powerful statement. Heinz means beans. Heinz means beans. Heinz, does Heinz mean spaghetti hoops? Heinz doesn't mean spaghettis. But but they do them, don't they? I think do so. they? I think they do a lot of things. Yeah, that's what thing. I'm saying. Heinz. I can't remember what it was. I wish I did. Something about, I'm hoping you know, sandwich sauce or a um, salad dressing. Salad cream. Salad cream. Changed their name. Heinz to... wanted to rename it to um, sandwich sauce or something yeah 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 that's uh or was that an april fool no, no, <laughs> i do remember real, that because i'm sure i heard it on the news or something salad cream some news thing change name salad cream will not be changing its name after heinz faced a huge backlash to proposals to rebrand the condiment the food giant announced in june it would june 2018 it would rebrand salad cream to sandwich cream to better reflect the primary use of the sauce yeah but that would be a big failing because yeah. people know, no one really puts it on salad. I don't think they do anyway. I wouldn't even think about it. People know it goes in sandwiches, but they also, they associate the brand so much that they don't want the people who make the brand to change it. Yeah. Because they love the brand so much. Yeah. They won't change what's inside it at all, or the quality or the flavour of it, but they need it to be called salad cream. Yeah. For some reason, because they love it so much. <laughs> Heinz hoops. Heinz soup as well. I think Heinz... Heinz are the kings. Who owns this Heinz? episode? Brought to you by Heinz. <laughs> Estimate uh, they began in 1869 and they've been doing my ketchup ever since. They're owned by Kraft. Yeah, Kraft owns everything. Yeah, of course they do. Well, that's a bit more disappointing. Support your local ketchup um, and mayo and beans. Um, but if you yeah. want the good stuff, hit up Heinz. Um, 
What do you think is the most famous brand in the world? Coca-Cola. Yeah. I think everyone would agree on still. that. Still. Yeah, still and forever, probably. More than... What else could it be? Uh, Amazon. Oh. Apple. Yeah. But then Amazon aren't really that big in a lot of Asia, but Coca-Cola is. Apple. I have no idea, but I doubt it's as well-known as Coca-Cola around the world. Mm. Marlboro? Again, I think Coca-Cola trumps them. I think it's a well-known fact. Well, unless well, that's just what Coca-Cola can it be wants a fact? us to Well, believe. I think that's what Coca-Cola wants you to believe. I mean, I'm sure it's true also, but I'm sure Coca-Cola love being the biggest brand, the most yeah. famous brand in the world. Yeah, McDonald's d- would be quite close as well. Well, I'm doing all this googling right now <laughs> this really should have been done the most recognized brands really google so this is one well I'm, I'm gonna run through one to 21 and i'm gonna do it quickly and tell me if you're surprised this is in 2017 also um and i don't know how they do the ranking yeah well i don't think it's correct it's probably ranked from people who use the internet mm. on a daily basis and fill in online surveys Research suggests that the average person is exposed to upwards of 5,000 brand messages per day. Wow. The average person. Through all of that clutter, there are still some companies who stand out. This is from impactplus.com. So it's Google, and then apparently IBM. But, I mean... I think this was written by, like, a 50-year-old sales executive. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, a 50-year-old sales executive would say Coca-Cola. Walmart weird i think this is a very american centric but listen hear me out mm. visa that is a big brand isn't it because mm. it's on all the money cards exactly and everyone but you has... never really think of that as a brand mm. they just do your money cards coca-cola is eighth on here yeah anyway apple is 15th mcdonald's 16th pepsi well, 17th yeah right ranking system but well. i mean how how can you how can you rank it unless you ask everyone in the world you go yeah go to a sample selection of the population of the world and ask them which of these logos do you recognize mm, well i don't know i think it will change i think google wins yeah i i guess yeah everyone just google it you know yeah it's literally a saying um literally <laughs> uh and finally um before we crack on with the game and apparently the end of this episode um, do you love branding or do you hate it? <laughs> Does it have to be one or the other? Yeah, it's Marmite. Um, well, I'm not really bothered in either way. I guess You don't have an opinion on it? Not a strong opinion. Really? I have such a strong opinion on marketing which I'm associated with I know with you branding. hate marketing. I hate when um, you're made to feel like products can solve your problems and nothing related to products. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Exactly. Like an advertisement. So I, so I hate link it. this product to some kind of deep. Need no, they have I don't. For... Th- I don't think it is because, like, cleaning uh, Purcell. Hmm. Purcell don't make me. Um, it's not like clean your clothes and you'll be a happy person. No, but it's like clean your clothes or like people. You'll be judged when people come around your house. By doing that, social status. I don't think that's the messaging. I don't really know what the messaging is on a personal. What do we they should, do? We, we should watch We Like Old Adverts. What do their adverts do? I don't know. Oh. Uh, their kids out playing. They you fall o- They fall over. Oh no! Um, oh yeah. And so the little ones keep it clean. It cleans better than the average household product. Personal. They all they all seem to clean better than the average household product. 
And I'm wondering yeah. if they make these other household products that are really terrible so they can all say, because they yeah. have some kind of conglomerate. And when you go to the, especially the like laundry detergent aisle, all the different brands are all in the exact same packaging, mm. but just with different logos on, but like the same mm. shape box and everything and the same number of capsules and the same, everything's the same apart from the brand Yeah, and like their specific niche, which is like, does cut, well, it's either really good at colors or... Good at blacks or Daz, you know. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Daz. I'm not talking about Daz when I'm, t- I'm talking about Purcell and Fairy and Ariel. And oh yeah, I'd okay. never include Daz with the rest of those. What do you use for your dishwasher? I don't. I don't use my dishwasher. When you did? Um. Uh. I have just like the standard kind of like name, not store brand ones, mm. or the um, when they were on sale, Fairy Platinum or something. Oh yeah, that's some good ones. Why? I go for the uh, the the Finnish Powerball these days. Oh, the Powerball. That is a classic, actually. Yeah. It's classic looking. Yeah. Like that ball. Anyway. Anyway. Henry um, Hoover. Yeah. That's I a, mean, that's a pretty famous... the brand takes over the name. Yeah. What else is um, there like that? Like, Google it, I guess, instead of search mm, engine. Yeah. Um, but you know you've kind of won the brand game when your brand is the name for the product now. Should we go for a Stella? No. Nah. Do people not say that? Is it just me? Am I talking about Stella? It, what? You, no, because <laughs> you actually... I don't mean it when I say beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Hoover. Yeah. Google. Um, iPhone. Nah. Nah. I don't think um, I'll think of one. All right. Uh, do you want to play the game? That, that was kind of branding. Let's do the game and then we can sum up. Let's play a game. This is called Outstanding Branding or Disabling Labeling. Lovely. And these uh, seven things I'm going to read you are uh, brand taglines from history. And you have to tell me, uh, like, like kind of like adverts, I guess, um, whether it's a real one or mm-hmm. a fake one. So yeah, the seven. You ready? Okay. All right. AT&T, reach out and touch someone. True. I think that's outstanding branding. Do you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Correct. Yes. Um, that's ridiculous. Timex. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Takes a licking and keep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Sounds like something an American would say. Yeah, okay. Um, American Airlines, was making that, was your. That incorrect? Yeah, you were right. Oh. <laughs> American Airlines, making your affairs easier one flight at a time. Uh, no, affairs. I don't think so. Yeah, but it could be like affairs. I don't know what it. <laughs> like your, your day to day business. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think All that's right. Disabling labeling. Okay. Correct. Uh, <laughs> JP Morgan. Um, we'll hold your money so you don't have to. Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, I'll go, that's true, that's real. That is disabling labelling. Uh, uh, wagon wheels. It's so big, you've got to grin to get it in. Wow. Um, I'm going to say that is, that's true, that's real. And if, if That not, is real. Oh, I thought it could be something you've made up, but it'd be very yeah. impressive. Um... And finally, uh, wagon wheels. It's so <laughs> so big. You've got the. Uh, finally, FedEx. Our most important package is yours. Our most important package is yeah yeah. You think real. it's real? Yeah, nice one. Nice. That's real. You did well. Only one wrong. Yeah. That was only six. Uh, but the the last one, I don't know. I did this in, when I was on the phone to you. Geico <laughs> Insurance, the most famous lizard since Queen Elizabeth. That was my one. <laughs> 
You mean Gecko? I think it, it's Geico. <laughs> yeah. The company is Geico. But why are they a lizard? Because that's what their brand mascot is a, is a gecko. Oh, is it? I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, you don't watch enough American TV. <laughs> I don't think that's real. Oh, it's not real. <laughs> I made it up. Yeah. But their mascot is a is a lizard. Yeah. Um. All right, that's branding. Woo. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, quite fun. Bit, bit not. Yeah. 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 It's like um customer. Our episode on customers. It's just like talking about these things that you you obviously you hate marketers. Yeah. I'm pretty indifferent about brands. Mm. I think there's something inside you that's not though. I feel like I know you. Like you do love some brands, but I just don't think I scratch beneath the surface enough. I do. If yeah, if a brand gets it right. Like you love M and S clothing. Yeah, like exactly, like their own thing. This is what yeah. I mean about the, the kind of store names. But mm. for M and S and Waitress. I don't know any. But you also like uh, Lacoste. I don't love Lacoste. I like the crocodile. Yeah. yeah. So you like the logo. Yeah, but I don't like them as a people. Oh, locusts. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, that. Yeah, there we go. I hope you enjoyed. Let's spin the wheel and see what's next week, shall we? Let's know about your favorite logos. Yeah, tell me your favorite logo. I'm winding up, <laughs> and I'm rolling it down. Um, and the winner is, let me scroll down. Oh, it's quite a long list these days. All right, the winner is Salvador Glover. Ooh. And they are saying shoes. Shoes. Yeah. You wear them on your feet? Da, 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 da. Walking down the street. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, shoes. All right, that'll be fun, I guess. The history of shoes and Pascal's opinion on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you next week. Like, I'd like it if you had one next week. An I, I'll form an opinion on shoes. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, all right. Who doesn't so love in, shoes? In the meantime, go to... Gandhi. You sound like you're doing some branding. But wow. Um, in the meantime, go to bossy.world. Uh, check out the website. Go on to the socials. Find us at Bossy World on uh, Twitter. Um, Tweet us a, your favourite shoe fact. Yeah, for next week. Uh, send me an audio message. Also, uh, we did a there was a deleted scene from Line of Duty last week that you should all check out. Um, oh yeah, I'll be on the Body World Twitter. It was big for us. Yeah, yeah, they really they really shouted us out. I'm ha- really happy to welcome in all these new listeners. Um, and go on Facebook uh, under Body Language or Facebook.com forward slash Body World. I think um, something like that. You'll find us. You'll find us. And uh, with that being said, we'll see you. In two weeks' time, um, from our bodies to your bodies. Good night. Give me your body. Just give me your body. Give me your body. Body language. Body language. Body language. Body language.